Welcome to January 2001's Wrestling 20 Years Ago ECW show, where we are covering Guilty as Charged. I am, as always, followed here by Mr. Yully. How the devil are we all being? Uh, not too bad, mate. Uh, not going to lie, gone low carb on my diet again, so haven't had a shit for about three days. So, yeah, looking forward to that when it finally erupts. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> no, not too bad. Having Thai curry and uh, other spicy things keep me regular. Yeah, yeah, I should imagine it is. Uh, just, yeah. Yeah, I just complete <laughs> lack of fibre in my diet this week. I'm not going to lie. It's probably not doing me the world of good. I'm sure this whole low-carb thing, you're still meant to have fibre. So that's something I need to look into. <laughs> if anybody who follows us on Twitter uh, is also a fan of the ketogenic diet and knows some more fibre-rich Recipes that aren't just chia seeds in almond milk. I'd be very grateful. Thank you. So, anyway, should we podcast now? Yes, let's get Should we do what we're here for, Christopher? Let's get should on with some wrestling. The final wrestling. <laughs> so, yes, uh, before we go into the ECW show, just a reminder obviously, we have the quiz show out. Um, last weekend because this is going up this week um that's the first part of a two-part quiz show because that's the one where rory was late and lost his connection and we went through every competitor of world war 3 95 and 96 and guess who won the pony and got most of the answers right me oh that's correct the rain man of wrestling <laughs> 20 years ago the guy that remembered people like pez watley <laughs> Pistol Pez, mate. Big yes. Fan. Big fan of his work. Um, uh, also on... Um, Super Giant Ninja was in one of them, to be yeah, fair. Yeah, as the Yeti. Because I think you'll find that... Uh, no, he's all, he was also um, Ron Studd. Same guy. Same guy, mate. He was Ron Studd as well. So, yeah, Dell and his love so Super Giant Ninja. I don't know if that Ninja. point was given for Dell, so uh, I'm sticking <laughs> up been. for Dell. Uh, Ron Studd. And uh, Supergiant Ninja. And then obviously he was in WCW Flock, wasn't he? Yep. Uh, so yeah. obviously, the Fed, we have the Rumble, and it is Sin in uh, WCW. So let's start with some news. Have you got me some headlines, Ba? I have indeed. So the ECW news, the first headline is shows stop. So there are rumours that the company will not be running shows temporarily. ECW have not officially announced any shows after the 13th of January, which has led to fear among the wrestlers that the company's days are numbered. The main fear of the wrestlers is that Paul Heyman has planned to shut down the company despite his... Recent denials. Key ECW sources indicate that while the company may stop running shows for the short time, they are not going out of business and they are still in talks of booking the ECW arena for a pay-per-view in March. One source has said Heyman is considering the idea of taking a break from running shows only to relaunch in March. I'm going to take that with a little more than a pinch of salt. I think a whole container, a catering-sized tub of table salt. I think it's done, mate. I don't well, know we got the advert at the start of the fucking show, or at the end of the pay-per-view, to say, oh, yeah, pay-per-view much. But I'm like, yeah, bullshit, bullshit, buddy. Bullshit. Yeah. Mm. The other headline is new owners. So question mark big pinch of salt. <laughs> so multiple sources are reporting that ECW approached Billy Corgan of 
the defunct now Smashing Pumpkins in hopes of selling the company to him for 10 million. Fuck me. When they build ECW on a corner, so they could see him coming. 10 million pounds for something uh, that's massively in debt. And Fucking I think, your name in your mug. And the thing is, Smashing Pumpkins were big, but they're not that big. No, I mean, I suppose if he, he writes and produces everything, it's, uh, there might be some dollar, dollar there, but fucking hell, have a word for yourself. Next headline is Heyman's Hustle. So there are differing options as to what Paul Heyman will do if unable to sell the company. The majority of people in the industry predict that Heyman will, if to point ECW bankrupt, which is one thing he's vowed not to do, he would end up working for the Fed as a TV writer. It's common knowledge that Heyman has a long-standing relationship with Vinnie Mac that dates back to Heyman's teenage years. Meanwhile, friends close to Heyman says that he's adamant that the company name will be kept if he is unable to sell the company, believed that Heyman wants to keep the name to continue earning money from video rental sales and video games. And uh, the WWF potentially buy an ECW? The odds of this are at the minute less than about 50-50. The attitude within the Fed is that ECW has lost so much money and has managed been poorly that it would be more trouble than it's worth to take the company over and try and promote it as a separate entity. Sources say that the only significant asset is the tape library and uh, the talent's contracts mean absolute fuck all because they haven't been getting paid. And not a judge in the land would enforce those agreements. However, it is worth noting that the Fed have offered contracts to Tajiri, Just Incredible, Rhino and Jerry Lynn in this past month. Uh, I'd love to see Tajiri in the Fed, mate. Um, Rhino, yeah. Jerry Lynn, yeah. Justin Crevel can fuck right off. Yeah, rat face fuck can fuck right off. off. Yeah. And next headline, last show details. So, post-show, there was an in-ring celebration at the show on the 13th of January in Pine Buff, Arkansas. Most of the wrestlers returned to the ring in what some is believed is their farewell as an emotional scene. The wrestlers thanked the fans, hugged each other and shared a few beers in the ring. With no further live events scheduled between now and the aforementioned March 13th Living Dangerous pay-per-view, many of the wrestlers felt that this was their last chance to say goodbye. So, details of that show saw Nova beating Prodigy, Super Crazy beating Tajiri, Danny Doring and Tommy Dreamer beating Guido and Marmaluke, Jack Victory beating CW, Rhino beating Spike to retain the title, Justin beating Sandman, and Sandman then beating Justin in a rematch on the same show after each other. And as said, after the show, obviously, the guys all came out and had a beer in the ring together. Obviously, we don't have any footage of said last show. Um there's probably someone handicapped it somewhere, but couldn't find it in my searchings. Um, but yeah, you look at that, it's, it is very much the end is near. <laughs> no TV yeah. deal. Vince, Vince only looking at it going, well, the, t- the library's worth having, but other than that... Yeah, I'll it. have the library and your trademarks, mate, but everything else can get to fuck. Yeah, I mean, it's not... He's done, I think, like... I mean, I might be proven wrong come March for living dangerously, but I can't say I'm going to wait with bated breath for it because I don't think it's going to happen. No. Um, The interesting one, though, is who the Fed have offered contracts to and more the fact of who the Fed hasn't. I'm surprised I haven't seen RVD there. Yeah. Potentially Toby Dreamer as well because he is, like, I mean, he's not, ever going to be confused with the fucking greatest wrestler in the world but he's one of those guys you could see working in the fed to me or even in an agent kind of role backstage if he doesn't want to carry on in ring uh, yeah 
it's odd. Like, you but I think they might I mean, look at Spike as well. RVD's got the yeah, because the other Dudleys yeah being there, where they want to do bring more Dudleys in. Um, yeah, it's very odd with RVD, but whether it's just a question of they're still in discussions and they haven't offered anything concrete, because obviously if WCW are probably sniffing around a few of the guys as well, I should imagine. Um, so, uh, talks with Joel, Cyrus, and Super Crazy, um, but that's it. They've not looked at anyone else. Yeah. But it, as in Joel Gertner? No, uh, Joey Styles, I mean. Um, Joey Styles, to, yeah. To... WCW, but you know, the, yeah, the, like he'll do Thunder while, yeah, like so they got two different commentary sets for Thunder and yeah, Shavante yeah. and Styles, yeah. But yeah, Ooh. he's he's one of those if you look at it and go, you'd have thought the first one that people would have been throwing money at would have been trying to get RVD, but then again. Yeah. Is it is it one of those because if he's got another film in the works, he's not in a rush. Yeah, or he just may not be interested at the moment. He may want a break. You don't know. Like it's not been long since he came back from his injury, really, is it? So he might yeah. decide that he wants a few more months off to rehab that before even entering any discussions. But yeah, I should imagine he'll turn up at some point somewhere. So yeah, we shall so see. We shall get into what potentially is the last pay per view from ECW. Because, um, as I said, I too, like you, am not holding my breath for uh, living dangerously in March. Um, so we go into Guilty as Charged 2001. And as always, we open up with Joel and Gertner, which you'll hear now. York and Matthews come out. They're jumped by the Baldies. Gertner gets DDT'd onto the floor. Uh, they flapjack, powerbomb, and dropkick combo, which brings out Lynn and Cyrus. And we get an impromptu tag team match between York and Matthews and Lynn and Cyrus. Just Lynn hits a cradle pile driver on Matthews, and Cyrus gets the pin and win in seconds. 
We've got our improved uh, run in start match. Yeah. Um, post that, Lynn cuts a promo saying that he is no longer a jobber. And while he is the new whole fucking show, he won't have another match unless he's the main event. We then get our tag team title match for the evening, which sees the t- champs going of Dorian Roadkill going against Hot Commodity. Dorian and De Niro start. De Niro with punches till Dorian takes over. Atomic drop, double leg super kick, and De Niro hits a wheelbarrow. Easy in with a hip toss, but Roadkill in with the good old fashioned eye poke, front slam, Brett Rhodes elbow. The Lancaster Lariat of Lust and Roadkill hits a running power slam on De Niro. Doring with a top rope elbow drop, but misses a corner splash. De Niro hits a plancher. Doring hits the G-pop sweep on easy money. Plancher to the outside onto De Niro on the floor. Roadkill goes after Electra, and we then get a massive brawl outside with everyone. Easy back in the ring hits a money clip on Roadkill. Hamrick and De Niro hit a heart attack on Doring, but that gets a two. De Niro with a single leg wheelbarrow for a two. Easy in with the easy bomb for a two. Slam and up to the top, but eats the big foot. De Niro with a net breaker gets a two. The Wham Bam Thank You Ma'am and Bareback. Hot tag. Roadkill in with a burn burner. Power slam. Power bomb. Springboard clothesline. De Niro hits a super kick and Easy hits a moonsault for two. Hamrick hits Easy with a springboard clothesline, which means that Dorian Roadkill can hit the buggy back on De Niro for the win. It was a decent tag match. Um, it's probably one of the worst Dorian Roadkill matches in a while, but I think it's more because it's against Hot yeah. Commodity more than anything that they yeah, did. Yeah, I just don't think they gel very well, do they? Yeah. Yeah, but, I mean it was fine. It was fine. It was a solid first. I mean, I know there's a slow match before it, but this is like the opener, really, isn't it? Yeah. So, um, yeah, it was all right. Not nothing to write home about. So post match, don't know what else to say, really. <laughs> yeah, it's, it just it just was really when it is. But not. that's just hot. Yeah, that's this whole pay per view for me. It's just there. <laughs> So, post-match, Hot Commodity attack the champs till Nova comes out and makes the saves, hits them with the belts, and then we get another run-in impromptu match. Nova versus oh, Hamrick. my favourite. Pump kick onto Hamrick and air Nova onto the floor. Face smash, and then he chases Electra. Hamrick hits a cheap shot's clothesline. Super kick in with a springboard drop kick, which gets a two. Nova with a knee drop and a sp- Dragon screw leg whip into a figure four. Hamrick with a face mash gets a two. They exchange punches. Nova with a gut buster onto Electra. Hamrick then goes up top and hits a super Rana that gets a two. Punches till Nova hulks up. Hits an Inseguri. That gets a two. A super kick for a two. Electra in again. She gets slammed by Nova. Puts on the chicken wing. Chris Chetty comes out as the ref. And counts the three, so Hamrick gets the win. Louis attacks the normal ref. Louis chews out Sp- Spike, who comes out. Attacks Spike until Spike hits the acid drop. We then have the match restart. So Nova hits the Kryptonite Crunch and gets the real win. It was all right. <laughs> I think that's pretty yeah. much going to be the. the the thing for the majority of these sort of beginning ones, it, yeah, it, it was all it right. It was fine. It was serviceable. Yeah, yeah. I just, it's very hard to have anything to say, really, isn't it, with this pay per view? Like, it doesn't do anything spectacular. Obviously, with all the uncertainty, it looks as though they weren't in any rush to set up for anything going forward. Or anything like that. Yeah, it was serviceable. Yeah, it was just one of those of, again, you know, we've had two of them on this one show already, the running start match, mm. and it, it it just was. Um, 
after that, we get Carino cutting a promo where he tells people that he, for years, people thought he was a chicken. And in one year, he beat Dusty Rhodes, won the title, and he will get his belt back. High spots. We then see a I Quit match between CW and Tommy Dreamer. Starts with a collar and elbow around the ring and out to the floor. They then brawl whilst outside. Tommy with a suplex onto the floor. Back in the ring, CW beats down Tommy till Tommy hits an arm breaker DDT and a springboard splash. Puts on a dragon sleeper. CW posts Tommy and then hits a shoulder stunner. Puts on an armbar. Tommy manages to get out with a spine buster into a single leg crab. Chair shot to the arm, which is held onto the post. And then he goes and grabs a wrench and smashes that against the bell against the side of his head. CW then launches Tommy into the railings. Back into the ring with a drop toe hold onto a chair. Knee breaker onto the chair and then a chair to the knees with multiple headshots. Tommy hits a Brett Rhodes elbow to the chair. Then Tommy goes and gets some barbed wire. CW gets hit, goes and hits by the towel bell, uh, towel boy even. And then Tommy puts on a modified camel clutch as the towel boy hits him with a tray. CW hits the wheelbarrow suplex and then a massive tray shot to the towel boy and hits him with a stalling superplex. Tommy blocks a super kick into a leg lock. CW with a spine buster onto the barbed wire. Then puts on an armbar. CW then gets two chairs and suplexes Tommy through them. Head trapped in one of the chairs and rams it into the post. CW then gets a table. Tommy with a chair shot and a super DVD through the table and then puts on an STF and gets the win. Show fucking picked up here. Yeah, agreed. Um, best match so far for me by a fair bit so far. Um, I do like a good I quit match. So, yeah, and these two are obviously going to beat the shit out of each other for for as long as they want. But, yeah, it's really good. Um, arguably the match of the night if we're going to, if I'm going to call it early for me. But, yeah, decent uh, Tommy Dream is always going to bleed in the opportunity, do you know what I mean? And I, I really is, like C.W. Anderson and what he brings. So. And the thing is, both of them worked a body part as well that made sense. Yeah. Tommy, Tommy was going for the head, which makes sense with the fact that he went for STF at the end. Obviously, C.W. Yeah. was working on the arm and the shoulder a lot, kept going for arm bars and things like that. And, you know, it was... Yeah, basic but brutal at the same time, and I was just like, "Yeah, exactly." I like this. I can this this simple storytelling. You know why they want to hurt each other. Just made so much sense. Yeah, too fucking right, bruh. We then see Francine talking to Justin, and he is in the back bumping uglies with Missy Hyatt. Jack Victory comes in with Carino trying to get at Justin, um, but Justin won't come out of banging Missy, and Jack then hits another high spot. We then get a three-way tag match for the FBI versus the Unholy Alliance versus Cash and Crazy. Cash, Mikey, and Marmaluke open. There are double chops to Mikey, Cash hits a hip toss. Cash then with an underhook suplex. Tags Tajiri in kicking to Guido. Arm drag to Super Crazy and then head kicks. Guido in with an armbar. Tajiri hits a spinning kick on Super Crazy. Then a guillotine leg drop onto Guido. Cash in hits a whisper in the wind and a Super Crazy hits a springboard leg drop. We then get all of them trying multiple submissions onto each other. The FBI double team and slam Super Crazy. Super Crazy manages to get himself up and hits a tope onto the floor onto the Unholy Alliance and FBI. Then Cash hits a springboard twisting splash. Back in the ring, Super Crazy hits the 10 punches. 
Cash with a horror, super hurricane Rana, but Crazy misses the splash onto the floor. Sal in, splashes Cash, Tony gets the pin, and Cash and Crazy are out. All four remaining guys are outside brawling. Back into the ring, the Unholy Alliance beat on Tony. Hit a double snapmare, face smash, and head kick combos. Guido gets a rocket launcher. We then get the Tree of Woe baseball drop kicks by the Unholy Alliance. Salin and posts Mikey. Tony hits a tornado DDT in a Sicilian slice. That gets a two. Guido with a snapmare and drop kick gets a two. He then spits at Tajiri, which pisses off Tajiri. He comes in with some big kicks. Mikey hits a wishbone. Snap suplex. Mikey hits a whippersnapper. Tajiri then in with big kicks, octopus and snake eyes to chairs for a two. The FBI block a top rope whippersnapper and turn it into double arm bars. Tajiri with ridiculously stiff head kicks. Missed, hits a tiger suplex and gets the win. I enjoyed this. You know that I love this when you get sort of these five in or these six in together. It was awesome. Mm. Everyone hit, got their shit in, and the crowd were all over the Unholy Alliance. Yeah, it's just the greatest hits of all the guys, isn't it? Yeah. Basically, yeah. I mean, it was fine. Like, you know what I'm like. I've, I've seen a combination of these guys so many times that, to me, it just doesn't mean much. Like, you can have a great match, but it just... I need more than that. I need a reason to be invested. Yeah. We then have Sit Sam it before. Al- yeah. It's, a, it's one of those, like you say it quite a bit, that, you know, just because you've Sajiri and Super Crazy can have a banging match doesn't mean you need to see it every week. Yeah, exactly. So we then see Sandman cut a promo telling us that he is the king of extreme. We then get a tag match between Simon and Swinger. And Chilean Balls. Swinger yes. has hired the Blue Boy as the manager. So Simon and Swinger beat on Chili, hitting him with a problem solver. Balls in with chair shots to the Blue Boy. Rhino comes out and basically just gores the fuck out of everyone. Chili, after this, manages to butt bump on the blue boy but that is until rhino gores him then rhino hits a brett ropes pile driver on jasmine sinclair rhino then tells us that he's not done yet a a nothing match because nothing really happened because a couple of minutes in out come rhino uh, just fucking destroy everything but that that jasmine bump she shouldn't be taking those. No, that was a bit, yeah, cringe-inducing. Um, but if she's game and she wants to do it, and they're going to obviously be as gentle as they can with her, they're not going to do anything too crazy, are they? They'll make sure she's safe. So, yeah. yeah. But, yeah, it's quite uncomfortable viewing, isn't it? Yeah, it's the same as when, if you remember when he did Laurie through the table on the floor, and it was just like, oh, that that was another one of those of just like, ouch. <laughs> I know she's, you know, is used to being, you know, taken over by men and manhandled and shit, but fucking you know. hell. Yeah, we, different kind of manhandling, isn't it? Yeah. So we then get our title match for the evening, which is the freeway ladder match between Justin Carino and Sandman for the title. Opens up with a double team on Sandman, then Carino throws Justin into a ladder, then a ladder in at Sandman, and then dropkick. Justin beats on Sandman, Sandman with a elbow to Carino under the ladder. Justin gets up and the second ladder in. Sandman beats on both until he hits Steve in the knee. 
just done with the ladder slams and then top rope ladder smash. Sandman whips Steve into the ladder and then Bulldogs Justin on the ladder. Steve grabs the cane and cane Sandman. Justin hits the ladder, the Terry Funk ladder spot, the old spinning round with it around your head. Till Sandman posts him with him, his head in the ladder. Lobs the ladder then at Carino. Tries to grab his belt but is hit. Chair shot. And ladder Sandman for into the nuts. Carino then canes Justin. Sandman goes through a table on the floor. Drop toe hold onto the chair by Justin. Sandman punches Carino and then punts him in the nuts. Sandman canes both and then lobs the ladder at Carino. Suplex onto the ladder. Justin then brawls with Sandman till he's launched into the table. He then lobs the ladder at Carino again. At this point, the ladder is broken as Sandman tries to climb. Justin then beats on both. Carino climbs, but is dropkicked off the ladder. Sandman off the ladder through a table onto the floor. Carino slingshots Justin into a ladder that's on the corner. Justin then hits That's Incredible. Francine hits a Coochie Carana onto the Sandman on, on the outside. Justin and Carino both climb but gets caned by Sandman. Justin hits a bulldog for a table from the ladder. Sandman climbs up, grabs the belt and new champion, the Sandman. When we look at the ladder matches the Fed were doing last year and then compare this to that, this was a bit shit. Chalk and cheese, mate, isn't it? Um, yeah. It's like, again, I really like Steve Carino, but I've got no time for Sandman. I've got no time for Credible. So when 66% of the people in this match, two-thirds, do not hold any interest for me, I just, it's difficult to stay tuned into it and not end up tuning out. And, the, and with Sandman winning, I was just like, so non plus, don't give a fuck. Truth be told, I was like, that's something they've done. Yeah. Thank God the company's going out of business because I couldn't handle him as champion. But yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's just yeah, it wasn't good, it wasn't a good match at all. So, post match, they all shake hands until the Baldies come out and they attack Justin and Carino and they fight them on the way back. Rhino comes in, hits a gore on Sandman, grabs grabs the mic and you will hear what he says now. Fuck you! There's no surprise! 
You know he'll do it too, Joey. We've seen him do it in the Give past. Give that man, or your family die. Rhino has given the Sandman an ultimatum. A World Heavyweight title matchup. He's going to go after the man's family. Ring the fucking bell. So obviously there he's has obviously said that he is the TV champ, but he doesn't. We don't have TV anymore, so he wants the world title. Give me a match, or your fucking family dies. Classy Rhino. Sandman accepts oh. this. Rhino hits a boot, a table gore for a two, pile driver for a table on the floor gets a two, and then a second pile driver for a table gets the win. Rhino is your new champion. See, this got better. Yeah, this perked me up my interest. From being like, ugh, for the Sandman, for them to go full WrestleMania 9 and change the belt again. Um, Yeah, I'm comparing Rhino to Hulk Hogan. But, (laughs) uh, yeah, I was like, oh, okay. Like, um... I still hate that shitty way of doing it. Like they could have just had Rhino in the ladder match. Like it's still a bit like, as I say, WrestleMania Nine, arguably not the greatest Mania of all. So they basically did a very similar end of show sort of thing with it, which was uh, yeah, hmm. if interesting. It, but yeah, happy with Rhino going sense. forward. Yeah, because. You know, Rhino is that guy that would just turn up and go, I'm going to fucking kill you or you will let me have my match or I will fuck you. Yeah. You know, and Sandman being a retarded drunk is likely to say, yes, it's fine. And it gets the belt off him nice and quickly. I'd rather see Rhino beat Sandman for a, for the title than beat Carino. You know, I don't know. I'd like to see him beat the piss out of Justin Credible. Eh? Yeah. I was going to say, I'd like him just to batter the shit out of Ratface Knacker, but... Yeah, you know, it's one of those two I'd want him to fucking destroy more than seeing him destroy Carino. Um, yeah, yeah. So after this, we then see Cyrus come out and offer up an open challenge for anyone to fight Jerry Lynn. And who do we get? The big surprise for the show, the whole fucking show. Chilly Willy! Oh, no. He's already been on. Hulk Hogan. No. Bret Hart. No. Uh, Kerry Von Erich. <laughs> Pretty dead. Was it a super giant ninja? <laughs> if only. It is. That's what they. Uh, if only it was pistol. Based. Sorry, I'm just trying to drag the time up. We're nearly done. There's only 45 minutes. Uh, was it Salvatore Sincere? No, and not even his other gimmick either as Tom Brandy. <laughs> was it former early 90s WCW jobber Sonny Trout? No, but that's one I've never heard of. <laughs> was it Roadblock? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> it was in fact was it... RVD <laughs> uh, oh fuck okay that makes more sense <laughs> so Lynn jumps him and puts in the boots we then get the uh, RVD Lynn reversing each other's shit moves into a standoff which we've seen in pretty much every one of their matches but is still impressive RVD showboats for a bit RVD then with an arm bar, which is reversed, and then a reversal of his own on Lynn's reversal. Lynn then hits crossbodies. RVD onto the floor, and then they brawl outside. That is until RVD takes over with a moonsault from the railings, and then hits the spinning guillotine leg drop on the railings. Back in the ring, RVD hits a press slam into a standing moonsault, then up for a Brett's rope moonsault that gets a two. Lynn, with some kicks, hits a clothesline and then catches RVD mid-roll. Lynn, with a guillotine leg drop, baseball slide onto the railings. Lynn then beats him down outside and posts him, and then a slam to the concrete and back in the ring, it gets a two. Lynn, with a corner roll-up for a two. 
And then he reverses, hits a reverse low blow that gets a two. RVD hits the step over spin kick and rolling thunder for a two. Gets a chair and hits an atomic drop into the skateboard drop kick. Rolling chair monkey flip. But that's blocked and turned into a powerbomb by Lin for a two. Lin hits a tornado DDT which is then blocked into a suplex, which is then blocked into Lin hitting a German suplex, which gets a two. Snap mare and face kick by Lin and a super spike power driver on a chair gets a two. RBD with a jumping sidekick goes for the five star but misses. Lin rolls him up for a quick two. We then see Joel Gertner come out DDTing Cyrus. RVD hits the Van Daminator, and then Gertner takes the role of Fonzie, holding the chair for RVD to hit the Van Terminator and get the win. I enjoyed this because, you know, you put these two together, it's always going to be what I want to see. You know, it's, it's nothing new, it's nothing that we haven't seen before, but fuck it, I haven't seen it in a year, so yeah. Yeah, it was, it was fine, and um, if you're going to have a swan song for the company, which looking like this is, um, they're probably your two guys to finish on at the moment, aren't they? So, uh, yeah, it was all right. It was all right. Even I enjoyed it, and you know what I'm like? I, I hate repetition in my matches, don't I? Yeah. I hate to see the same matches week in, week out, month in, month out. But, yeah, it was fine. It was a good end to the show. It's nice to see RVD back, albeit for one appearance, and then everything's fucking gone again. So, it's, yeah. thing is, it's one of those of, obviously, if this is it, you know, at the moment, obviously, there is still that, that dangling carrot of, the pay-per-view in March but if this is it and this is the final pay-per-view match in ECW it's the two that you'd want to go out with yeah 100% yeah and I mean the thing is if you've got RVD back on board maybe shopping around for a new TV deal potentially makes that a bit easier if you didn't have RVD there, do you know what I mean? So that could be a good sign, but we shall yeah. see. We shall see. So the show ends with Justin Carino and Victory saying that they're going to team up to take over. So new triple threat push there at the end, but you know, let's see if anything actually comes to that. Um, so what are your thoughts overall of, as I said, what is potentially the last pay-per-view? A solid B-minus for me. Um, yeah, I enjoyed the Dreamer match uh, with uh, CW. I didn't hate the triple threat tag. I didn't hate... <sighs> Most, I mean, it was fine, but it was just, I think, with the impending doom we all feel around ECW, it is hard to take just the pay per view on its own merits, yeah. knowing that everything could potentially be the last show. So it really almost takes you out of it to a to quite a big degree, doesn't it? Um, but yeah, I mean, it's good to see RVD back. As I say, if they do have any. Sh- any sort of ability to survive, potentially get a new deal with a relaunch in March, as he said, um, new TV, that will be easier to achieve with Rob Van Dam there than it would be with him gone. So yeah. that's potentially a good sign. Some light at the end of the tunnel may be there. Um, so the thing is yeah, but it. I mean, it's a pay-per-view. It's just nothing we haven't seen before, is it? Yeah, it's the thing. It's one of those of... I really enjoyed the, the triple threat tag match. The Rhino being an absolute beast, that was fun. Just fucking destroying Sandman and taking the belt. Obviously, you know that I'm going to love that fucking main event because my boy's there. Um, you know, I enjoyed the C-Dub and Tommy Dreamer hard-hitting match. You know, Half of this is worth watching. The other half is 
pretty much other than the ladder match fairly short and in in so consequential that it just flies by anyway you know yeah. as you said, if this is the end at least they went out on a high note with RVD and Lynn yeah yeah exactly yeah I agree with that so obviously as we said you know there is this potential pay-per-view in in March but if the Fed have offered deals to Tajiri, Rhino, Ratface, and Lynn, doesn't matter if you've got RVD if he's got no one to fucking wrestle. Yeah, true, very true. But he can then be used to elevate younger guys. Do you know what I mean? You can you can potentially put uh, someone like Nova up against him or Kid Cash or something along those lines. You can then, as we discussed in the podcast earlier on, and like you can then use that to, like, we're, like they've tested Kish, Kid Cash to see if he can get to that next level and um, by teaming him with RVD, wasn't it, from what I remember? Yeah. So now you've potentially got those two going head-to-head, maybe, like, they will could that be a good idea now? Like, well, yeah, let's pull the trigger on that. Um, yeah, we shall see. But as I say, I think I will have a shit before there's another ECW pay-per-view. So. As discussed ob- earlier in the chat. <laughs> yeah. So, um, obviously, if if there is a show in March, then obviously it will be covered. But as you said, I'm not holding my breath. So, that is it pretty much for this show. Um, And now that we are now back in the the land of normal times, we know that there is no more ECW, and this is the very last proper timeline ECW show as well. Um, Possibly do a retrospective of some description. So, there will be a couple of retrospective specials about ECW, roundtable styley one and me and probably me and you going through it in a bit more sort of detail through as a whole um yeah you know up until even this point it it just wouldn't admit it was dead paul he just kept them drinking that kool-aid and thinking that it was gonna keep going yeah, well, fuck. You know, what do you say? But yeah, yeah. Like, I, it's one of those. It's like, I mean, we all know where it ends up, don't we? With the invasion angle and things like that. But it would have been nice to see a bit more. Like, it would be nice to see ECW run properly. Um, the only problem with the Fed buying it is with their they just water it down so much because the moment, because being a big corporate entity like they are and were back then, it is one of those situations where they've got their grubby little mitts on it and they just sterilise the product. Yeah. Because their their lawyers aren't gonna let, aren't gonna have what was going on. New Jack. Going on, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And they'd want, they'd want the most money for the TV deal and stuff like that. And so they're not gonna go. Oh, yes. The sad man's wife for give us money, please, ESPN. Yeah, like, it's just, yeah, they it it would become such a neutered down product that it that it's almost a, it's more fondly remembered because it did go out how it went out rather than 
like get taken over and then fucking just sterilized beyond all fucking recognition. Mind yeah. you, we do get that in 2006. So, WWECW, <laughs> we'll be back in five years, bitches. So, yeah, um, as I said, we will be doing more of this sort of conversation um, with a, as I said, a full retrospective. Um, I said, we're definitely doing one just me and you sort of going through it all, and then there'll be one where um, we'll get other people that have done bits and pieces on ECW shows as well involved. Um, So, as of next month, we will be down to two shows. Um, So there is the Fed show and... uh, the WCW show in February. Um, as I said, the ECW retrospectives won't be straight away. They will be, you know, sort of in a couple of months um, when something else happens down the line and it goes down to one show a month. Yes, the Fed go out of business. That's so, yeah. right, we've got TNA coming soon. TNA, TNA, TNA. <laughs> so, um, before we... We're blatantly doing TNA, mate. It's got to be like, mate, there's a midget that wanks in a bin and then pulls a gun out on Jeff Jarrett. This is my sort of shit. We're watching TNA, TNA, TNA. So, other than your love of TNA... Um, Anything you want to pimp, share? Only the first six episodes. Uh, follow Maki Ito on Twitter purely for her feud. There's no starting with Jim Cornette if you've not seen it already, Chris. I have not. Um, is that, Jim the, Cornette, is that she, the little Asian one that sort of swears a lot? She's a really crude Japanese school. Like, uh, I think she's meant to be an idol, which is like a Japanese pop star. Yeah. But yeah, she put, I'm the god of love and kiss. And then he put, oh, yeah, the deity of shit. The deity of shit, I should say. So she just replied to it with a picture of her eating a chocolate bar covered in it. And went, I am the deity of shit. So, yeah, she's already old Jim Cornette, like a fucking beast. She's hilarious on Twitter. She's actually really funny in real life as well. Uh, I got to meet her at Wrestle Queendom 3. Uh, not the one I dressed up as a giant baby for which has 365,000 views on YouTube. Thank you very much. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, like, follow Makieto, follow Pro Wrestling Eve. Uh, they do do a lot of live streams, Pro Wrestling Eve, on their YouTube channel. So if you want to watch some decent wrestling, they also show stuff from um, from some uh, Japanese women's federations as well that they get permission to show. And uh, Dan provides commentary and an insight and that's really good stuff. So look for Pro Wrestling Eve on YouTube as well. And uh, you can follow Chris on Twitter at Lacey555666. You can follow me. I don't post there very much unless I'm being very communist about something. At Yully79. And uh, obviously follow Wrestling at 20. Is it at Wrestling20YRS? Yes. I believe for Wrestling 20 years. Follow them. And obviously listen out for the second part of the quiz. And stay safe, wear a mask, only go out if you need to, and God is watching, so masturbate less. <laughs> what can I say after that? Um, other than, you know, there are other shows to listen to this month, Fed, WCW, and quiz shows, and until we do some retrospectives...
This is the end Beautiful friend This is the end My only friend The end Of our elaborate plans The end Of everything that stands The end No safety or surprise The end I'll never look into your eyes again Yeah. 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 